I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us both into one. one. We are. Lots of noise, always shoot fast, lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey, I'm the loud one. And I'm Jesse, I'm the short one. This week we're going to do one of our In the Labs that you love so much, and it <laughs> is going to be video recorded, obviously. Uh, we're doing Movie in a Minute, which is a cute little game I cooked up four minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't have another plan, and then it failed miserably right before we started this. Yeah, we don't have great ideas and then work through the technicalities of it and then just watch it all burn. Yeah. But anyway, Movie in a Minute's a great game. We each wrote down a fuckload of movies on these little post-it cards, and we're going to pull them out of this custom Kylo Ren the helmet nerd, the nerd hat. apparatus. We wanted, we wanted a nice hat to pull out of. We found Ramsey's nerd hat. He wanted a top hat, and I was like, I have a Kylo Ren mask from 2015, and he was like, oh, okay. Anyways, I was thinking, so- Lincoln, I got, I got Kylo Ren. <laughs> Anyways, Pretty similar we're going to pull these out. History. Whether we know the movie or not, we're going to give you, we're going to summarize the entire plot in one minute. In under a minute. In under. You want to call it early? Fuck it. Uh, but since we know what makes good TV and what doesn't, if we just have nothing to go off of, we're just gonna skip it. You're here for the funnies. You're not here for competition. Jesse, yeah, there's no winners or losers today. No. And I'm gonna go first because, as anybody that's watched knows, I'm a big movie guy. Mm-hmm. Ramsey knows nothing about movies. I did Can't. not wait for five minutes for him to finish out filling out all of his movies. I didn't burn <laughs> through mine in twenty seconds. Yep, yep, yep. I didn't have to use the internet to name hundred movies. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, to start off, I got The Matrix. Ooh. This is a good one because I've seen this movie. Ah, yes. okay. We all know who's starring in this movie. Uh, so The Matrix is a future documentary mm-hmm. about the direction that uh, society is going. And they come up with this brilliant idea to save the environment, which is to upload everybody's brains to kind of the internet. And then this rogue asshole goes around ruining that for everyone and telling people that they're not in real life and then he just crushes the entire mainframe and He's... just destroys the world. Wow. Uh, I have a question. Is that actually what the whole concept <laughs> between the robots was? They were like, you're, they're destroying the world we need to plug in humans? Oh, I have no idea. Oh my god, I hope it is or else <laughs> they suck at writing. Wow. Uh, on the scale of one to Keanu, I give that an Adam Driver. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. I liked that. Wow. Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Easy. So there's this kid, you know, Peter Parker. He's got drafted by a war criminal. Yeah, he got drafted by a war criminal to be in a in a war between adults. And he's 15 years old, nearly dies. Anyway, naturally, the, he looks up to this general who took him under his wing, who has a giant robot suit, and was like, ah, this guy's my dad. Fuck my Uncle Ben. Anyway, so he goes and he... He goes and he's just like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and be a friendly neighborhood war criminal. And he goes around and beats the shit out of every criminal he can find. Local, though. Local. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He's anyway. the friendly neighborhood war criminal. He, f- he finds uh, Michael Keaton, uh, the actor Michael Keaton, who, uh, this is actually a sequel to Birdman, and <laughs> Michael Keaton has built a Birdman suit, and he's terrorizing New York, and he's saying, I fucking hate war criminals. I'm gonna fucking kill you, Spider-Man! And Spider-Man gets the shit kicked out of him, then at the end of the day, he thinks, no, 
the biggest war criminal on earth believes in me. <laughs> war criminal <laughs> junior, I'm gonna fuck up this local hero. And he breaks uh, Michael Keaton's spine, and then he puts him in the jail, and then it ends, and then uh, a giant purple war criminal comes to fight the other war criminals on earth. Nice. But that doesn't happen at the end of the movie, that's later on in the franchise. Yeah, but that's obvious. Neither here nor there, neither here nor there. Okay, I've got Unforgiven. <laughs> I don't know if the viewers at home have seen it, but uh, what do you? I definitely have, and I'm getting into it. Oh, here he goes. Uh, Unforgiven is a movie about a deranged serial killer who, at the start of the movie, he steals a cookie out of his mother's cookie jar, mm, and his mom that hits him on forgiven. the hand and then grounds him for the rest of his life. And like moms have said that we've all had that happen. No, not with this one. He was really in his room. Pancakes slid under the door. The whole nine yards never got to see oh, the Oh, God, day. she made him eat pancakes. Yeah, he was unforgiven. He never got forgiven for that cookie. Gosh. So when he finally broke out of his room, he just started murdering people. And then the movie ends, and it's kind of a play on itself mm-hmm. because he gets put the death penalty, and mm-hmm. he's unforgiven for all the murders. So he gets prosecuted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just never forgiven. He's never forgiven for the cookie. Does he forgive anyone? Or Does for... He... he didn't... He Nobody did anything bad to him. He he was put in a gulag for No, no. For he, he deserved years. that he took a cookie. He Damn. never got forgiven for that. That's... I don't even that, forgive That was that. frame for frame from that. Clint Eastwood directed and oh, starred really? in Unforgiven. Morgan Freeman. He was also. the kid. Was Morgan was, Freeman his mom? It was Clint Eastwood's <laughs> first movie. He was 11 and a half when it was filmed. Mm. This was in uh, 1847. Mm-hmm. Um, and Morgan Freeman, as God, looked just like he does today in mm-hmm. it. And he plays his mom. It's a very progressive movie for the mid-1800s. In, in 1846, the, did the filmmakers keep tracking him till he got into his 20s or whatever? As I, I assume the movie takes place yeah. when he's a boy and then he becomes a man. Yeah, he plays both. Yeah. Also, since it was the 1800s, the entire movie is just pictures played really fast. Oh, with like the, the little... Da-da, da-da, yeah, da-da, there's da-da, no da-da, talking. And then there's like text that shows up. Be like, ah, you took out of the cookie jar to the gulag. <laughs> exactly. Jesus, I sound like fucking 60s Joker. Anyway, my <laughs> turn. It's funny because that was a cowboy movie, you piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, Ghostbusters, motherfucker. Let me tell you one thing about the Ghostbusters. So the movie starts and it's Dan Aykroyd in 1922. And he runs into Sigourney Weaver who's pushing a little, uh, what are the, what are the baby carriage? Stroller. She's pushing a stroller through Central Park. You and got then, baby carriage before you remembered what stroller yep. was. <laughs> and then into the sky she looks and she sees the beautiful sun and then slowly it turns green and it starts moving towards her. It's not the sun, it's fucking Slimer. And then Bill Murray, his his friend Winston, and then uh the guy who talks about the giant Twinkie in the first movie, they all come in their little cop car, because they're ghost cops. And Slimer's just saying hi to this woman, and they all pull out their fucking ectoplasmers and blow them to bits. They put him in. They put him in solitary for eighty years. Anyway, so it cuts from there, and Sigourney is just like, "Dude, this is fucked up. These go- these Ghostbusters are abusing their power." Completely unchecked. A hundred percent. So the Ghostbusters say there is one source of ectoplasmic terror that we have not taken down, and they go to the White House, <laughs> and they're busting the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> And uh, the movie cuts to black. Oh man! Do you get a sequel? 
Uh, yeah. That's actually Lincoln. The sequels. <laughs> <laughs> I've got up. Mmm. What is uh? So First. what up is is uh? I'm I'm gonna be real with this one. I've oh, definitely yeah. actually seen this one. Uh, what this movie <laughs> is cops. is it's no it's it's ten minutes of unadulterated joy, just 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 happiness <sighs> with a with a tiny uh, racially ambiguous fat child collecting mm. badges and hanging out with a cute old man who has a pretty house, um, and then. It decides it's going to give you backstory on this old man, and then it rips the soul out of your body, mm-hmm. gives you five minutes of cinematic excellence that mm-hmm. will have you crying, um, and then I was so shooken up, I don't remember the rest of the movie. I would and wager no one to does. say that no one cares about the rest of the movie. <laughs> just fuck the rest of the movie. They got, if they would have just taken that out, and then they would have just been like, this is our Pixar short, they wouldn't want an Oscar for that. Yeah. But they released the whole movie, and every, uh, apparently people like Up. It's like you and Wally. I'm just like, Ugh, how mm. could you? <laughs> can't can't with it. amazing. Oh. Pff. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Now, some people haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but let me tell you what it's about. It's about this little fucking psychopath who's a goddamn... Uh manipulating piece of shit. I'm not gonna like this. And he goes and bothers his friend Cameron, who is obviously going through some shit, having a depressive episode, and Ferris Bueller comes up to his fucking house, bangs on the door, and goes, Cameron, I just ditched school with my girlfriend. Come outside, it'll cure your depression. Let's steal your dad's car, it'll cure your depression. And at the end of the movie, and then we get towards the middle of the movie, and Ferris Bueller's just having Cameron con his way into ball games, into fancy restaurants. He's wearing a leopard print fucking sweater. He just has no morals at all. And then he pushes Cameron to the edge of his fucking sanity to the point where he goes back to his fucking parents' house and Ferris Bueller convinces them that if he puts his dad's car in reverse, it will take off the miles they drove that day. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And Ferris Bueller brings Cameron to such a low point that Cameron's father walks through the door and fucking Cameron screams at him for being a piece of shit when Cameron has committed fraud eight (laughs) times that day with his allegedly real friend Ferris Bueller and he also stole a car. His dad's car. Ferrari. His dad's Ferrari. Ferrari, not just yeah. a car. And his fucking parents come home, and one, his sister's a bitch, she tried to narc at him, but his parents come home from, they both work, so you know it's a working family, and Ferris Bueller's <laughs> sitting there like, oh, sorry mommy, I'm so sick, but don't take me to the doctor, I know you can't afford it. Ferris Bueller's a piece of shit. Fuck Ferris Bueller. Uh, nothing you said was inaccurate. I know, this podcast is anti-Ferris Bueller, great movie, oh, piece of oh. shit. This podcast is not anti This is an anti-Ferris Bueller podcast. Uh, I got a quiet place. Oh, shh. Um, Put that one away. Yes. Uh, a, a quiet that's place. That's where I got a, a quiet place is... Um, yeah, I'm going to skip it. I'm going to skip it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we were in the quiet place. That was the quiet place. Oh. Rugrats in Paris. Ah, um, Reptar. So this is based on a true story, mm. which is Godzilla. Um, but this time, Godzilla doesn't doesn't rise up and attack uh, Japan. It rises up and attacks Paris. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that can possibly stop Godzilla is Reptar, who's just like Godzilla but plastic and controlled <laughs> by babies. So. So what happens is uh, a, a group of U.S. parents 
team up with the U.S. Armed Forces and their babies, and they send their babies to Paris with their giant plastic Godzilla, and they save the fucking world, man. This movie is a sequel to Baby Geniuses, a sequel to Rugrats 1 movie, and a sequel to Godzilla. Yes. I don't think that many crossovers are allowed. (laughs) Holy fuck. Oh, man. All right. We're on the next one. Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) You compacted it a bit there. Mm -hmm. This movie is about a lady who can read. (laughs) And she's so fucking ableist. She goes across into this poor old monstrous man looking home. And she's like, oh, I can read. He's like, you're trespassing. No, you can't leave. (laughs) And he slams the door shut. And then all of these fucking possessed ornaments and, and candelabras and other things of the sort come alive and they convince this poor woman who's obviously been drugged heavily that they're her friends and there's beautiful music numbers she falls in love with a dog and by the end of the movie the dog becomes a real boy and she also murders the local strongman but that's neither here nor there and he can't read yeah yeah she no he hate, cannot read. she hates the illiterate yeah no matter what their education was she just hates them. that's true yeah <sighs> really, really stop taking the bag outside of these movies. <laughs> oh, oh, I got Wally. Otherwise oh, I don't want to hear you do this. The best movie ever. So what Wally is is uh, the opposite of the Matrix. Uh, mm. Instead of humans rising up and destroying the beautiful future that was built for them, this one the humans are living in that beautiful future. And the robots help make it even better. So this little tiny trash robot that you grow to love and his best friend uh, Roach, they go around and they clean. That's all they do. Just the best people. Environmentally friendly to the end. Mm. Uh, And then he gets a hot robot girlfriend. They go on a cruise together. And then they... Wait, you think she's hot? Then they solve obesity. (laughs) So in summary, tiny robot... Meets hot robot. They go on a cruise together. They solve obesity. Mm-hmm. I have I have a great little just a little maybe it's a piece of advice for our audience. The re, the way they solve the obesity is by not sitting down. <laughs> yes. It was very it was a very one to two plan. <laughs> Wally's not a genius. He's a bit of a hero. I might flip on how I feel about Wally now. <laughs> you I'm, put it I'm that glad, way. I'm glad my under a minute is what got you. My <laughs> thirty minute rants I've gone at you about Wally. I don't didn't care. Get you. you just go too long. You say the robot's hot. I get put off. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Let me tell you about Pirates of the Caribbean, the greatest movie ever made. But fuck that movie. Let me tell you about the greatest fucking ride I've ever experienced. So I'm eight years old, and I'm in the fucking library of Pirates of the Caribbean. My dad's grumpy. He just spent $400 on a ticket to a place called the Magic Kingdom. And we're in line, and I'm acting up, and I'm running around. My dad yells at me. He goes, stop. You better stop acting up, or the skeletons are going to get you. And I start crying because I'm a bitch. And my dad picks me up and we get in the little boat. And we go all the way down and we start looking around at all these pirates and all this terrible shit happening. And then I see a skeleton. I didn't know there were skeletons on the truck. I start wailing in the middle of the ride. And my dad looks looks like his life's falling apart. And then I see Johnny Depp about halfway through. And I, I remember that guy from the movie. And uh, that's about how much I care about Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. I would watch that movie. <laughs> just a man being tormented by his emotionally unstable son. <laughs> I wish that's what Star Wars is about. Uh, 
Oh, I'm going to do real quick here. Okay. This one's Mission Impossible, mm. and it doesn't say which Mission Impossible, Four. so I'm going to summarize all of them. Oh. I'm not, I'm not oh. picking one. So, oh, what Mission Impossible is, uh, the first one, I'll start with, start with the first one. Uh, this group of people, right, they get put on a mission. Can they do it? That is, it is possible, and they do it. Um, and then a second time, that happens, and then I think at this point it's happened about nine times, and they, mm. at no point have they changed the name to Mission Implausible. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> or Mission Maybe. Or Missions, the history of this would indicate possible. Mission could. In fact, likely. <laughs> mission might could be. Mission, mission, who knows. Mission Ask Again. Suck it, Tom Cruise. All right, oh, and Tom Cruise wears high heels the entire time. He does. He's so very short. He's like knee height. I respect I you more than Tom, though, Tom Cruise. No, he doesn't. He stands next to this fucking giant that is me <laughs> with confidence. I also don't have Scientology to... Yeah. Talk like you're 6'5", Tom Cruise. Spaceballs is the next movie we're going through. And essentially Star Wars. So, uh, this guy, he's a real funny guy. He's just cruising through space and he meets John, Can- the ghost of John Candy. This movie is actually set 10 days ago. <laughs> And he's just cruising through space in his uh, Chevy Space Impala, mm. and he picks up John Candy, and John Candy tells him about something called the farce, the florg, the florg, and then he goes, there's this little green guy you gotta talk to, and they go off in there, and they find the ghost of Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, I don't know if you're alive or not, bear with me here. <laughs> and then after that, they go to this little space diner, and they're all talking about the florg or whatnot. Oh, and uh, the, guy know, Honey, Shrunk, yeah, the guy from Honey, I Yeah, the guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids has a big head in it. And he's like, we have to stop the floor, guys. But they go to this space diner, and the big-headed floor, anti-floor feller's there. And then this little alien pops up, and it does the, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, hello, my ragtime girl. Then I hit the top button, and I was out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the peak. That's as funny as this movie's gonna get. Even bring up the pizza guy. I'm fucking... I love the big pizza guy. When I was a kid, it was my favorite. I saw that movie one time 15 years ago. I had the opposite of... You saw that one time 15 years ago, and that's how much you remembered it? I have an incredible memory when it comes to things that don't matter. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) I had the opposite reaction of Ramsey. I saw Star Wars with my parents, and I was like, this is an icky movie. I don't care. And then they showed me Spaceballs, and I was like, yes, this is so much better. Jesse was like, oh, there's two hours of content in this? Perfect. And I was like, Star Wars has 40 hours of content? Please, more. (laughs) Glenn Gravy Glenn Ross. <laughs> Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Um, I'm not yeah, even trying. That's, try. totally that's a. Uh, this a is a, uh, a. He's a Fox News contributor, and they made a movie out of him. He's a lawyer, so you're not far off. He's oh, gonna, wait, wait. I got this there. one. I got this. Oh, thank God. Okay, uh, so we've all seen. I mean, if you haven't, you haven't lived yet. Uh, Bob Ross's uh, Beautiful Paintings. Uh, and we all know that Bob Ross, he has a fractured past. We've heard about it in news clips or just, just through the great moment. Apparently, he was a very angry man, and then at some point he decided to give all that anger up and relax and make paintings. This is the documentary about his asshole dad. His dad was just a total piece of shit through his entire life because it was Alec Baldwin. Mm. And as we know, Alec Baldwin, piece of shit human being. The movie's about yep. Alec Baldwin, who's actually Bob Ross's biological father. Mm. That was really good. So I actually have a real question. Did Bob Ross used to be a dick? Yeah, he was apparently like a drill sergeant or something in the in the military and was like a complete... Oh, at least he's doing it for hire. That's a little different. Yeah, it's still bad. he was but... angry in his personal life as well and just oh. had like a, a, 
like a realization moment and he just changed mm-hmm. his whole life and became the Bob Ross that that is arguably like top four best humans that have ever lived mm. and he's hot yeah can't say no to that pro man can't say no to can't that say pro. No to that oh pro. god and he beats the devil out of it <laughs> You obviously have not watched enough Bob Ross. Nope. Batman. <coughs> All of them. Batman. Which one do I want to talk about? All of them. Sorry, this little kid is named fucking Bruce Wayne. His parents get shot in a theater and then eventually <laughs> trains under his fucking brutal English butler, Alfred, and he just beats the shit out of him when he does wrong. And then Batman's like, oh, I found some armor. And he puts it on and he finds this fucking circus and he sees a clown there and he beats the fucking shit out of the clown. And the clown comes back ten years later and is like, I want money for all the injuries you put on me. And Bruce Wayne says, no, and he beats the shit out of him again. And then he's like, I have such a great rivalry with this Joker. And then the fucking, he goes to the Joker's hospital bed and he beats the shit out of him and he's like please I'm just a clown <laughs> I've done nothing and the cops come arrest him and he's like you have to stop the Joker Commissioner Gordon and that's the whole movie you left out the part where he's a billionaire and he invests nothing in helping his city grow that's facts that's yeah <laughs> he <laughs> only spends it on Acme level Wiley Coyote level attacks <laughs> to take out the Joker <laughs> I don't know any of these. I mean, I know this one for sure. Brick. Um, <laughs> I'm skipping it. <laughs> I don't know that All movie. I know is that movie's about drugs. Oh, Spirited Away. Mmm. Be okay. careful with this one. Yeah. It's a cultural treasure. Uh, Spirited Away is an American film. Yes. Um, that was the precursor to Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> what it was, was uh, it was this very happy... Very calm, lived a perfect life, uh, raised three kids. His name was Slimer. He's a big green fellow, but when he grew up, the world was a bit different, and people judged him just based on the color of his slime Um, and the fact that he would leave kind of like icky trails where he went, but that's not his fault. Um, And he would just go around, and I mean, he had a wife, he had kids, and then all of a sudden four fucking dudes showed up in his house and just started fucking blasting. And they just murdered him in front of his fucking kids. And then they killed his kids and his wife afterwards and put them in a jail cell and kept them there for 80 years. Mm-hmm. And then and then we see what happens later in Ghostbusters. In the next Ghostbusters movie, there's a little context, which the one that I described, we left out. Slimers was actually going to forgive them. Yeah, he was like, "It's okay." We're, we're he was in- like, "I understand." It was a different time. Yeah, I forgive you. And they fucking <laughs> again, <laughs> just fucking took him out. And then they went for Abe Lincoln. It's just wow, Ghostbusters. People remember that shit a little differently. Yeah, I challenge somebody to watch Slimer or watch Ghostbusters. Slimer doesn't do anything wrong. There's nothing wrong. No. Doesn't break a single law. Knives out. Mm. Knives out. Now, obviously, the most complex movie in human history. So let me just run this back. So there's this there's this poor maid and uh, she's working for all these these rich people and this this big he's a big author guy and she's like uh, oh man I gotta gotta put your drugs in you after we played chess and he's like ha oh, I love you more than my kids because we both grew up poor and then she just fucking you know slams it slams him real deep and then he goes I think that was that was heroin you did me with and then he dies. And the entire movie's about her trying to trying to skits and scattle around all the kids because they're all in the house with axes and knives and they're all mm. like, mm, we're going to kill you because you're poor and you have our daddy's money. And so she has four duffel bags tied to her and she's a 90-pound woman and she has to find a way to traverse and fight Chris Evans 
and then just, you know, get get her way out of that house. And at the end, Daniel Craig shows up and he's like the name's Bond. Mm. James Bond. Oh. And then she's like I left 5 minutes before the movie ended. That's true. She's like you're hot and you seem like an agent type guy. I have a ton of money. Do you want to get married? And he's like Yes. And in the new one coming out, she's the new Bond girl. She is the new Bond girl. It is a mm-hmm. prequel to whatever the fuck that's no Time called. to Die? Who cares? I think, I think it just got years. delayed six months. So. Oh, yeah, because of coronavirus. Was it because of coronavirus? Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a lot of movies being delayed because of that. Interesting. Just pretending like I know any of these. Ooh. John Wick. Oh, no. Not my favorite. John Wick. Uh, so this is a movie starring Adam Driver, um, Mm -hmm. and what he's going through is he runs a, uh, he runs a, a kind of like a Broadway, like a play show in New York, um, and his wife just fucking hates him, and he hates his fucking wife, there it is, and his wife moves to California, and he's trying to be a good guy, so he's like, hey, you can bring our kid along, we're gonna work this out, we're gonna, we're gonna divorce in a reasonable way, we don't need lawyers, uh, all that goes to shit because the wife makes a series of terrible decisions and then he decides to get real angry. Like, real angry. Um, and then it kind of ends, but by the end of it, you're crying and you don't even know whose side you're on and then yeah. it just kind of ends in a beautiful moment because they've lost all their money, but they find a way to appreciate each other and stay, make sure the kid has a happy life. Was this before Oh, after and the then, um, uh, ex- excuse me, I'm, getting, oh, I'm yeah. still under a minute. My bad, my bad, my um, bad. and then after all of that and they're <clears> back to, and they're making sure the kid has a good life, the kid... Uh, shoots his own dog, and then um, John Wick, who wasn't in the movie before this moment, he's played by Keanu Reeves, and he comes in and shoots Adam Driver's child, <laughs> and that's John Wick One. Mm, wait, so John Wick Two and Three are based on a madman that murdered a I child. Have, I have a question now. So now that the kid and the Adam Driver and everyone, all of them are dead. No, he doesn't kill. Oh, uh, he Adam doesn't. Driver and. Uh, and Adam Driver's wife, because mm. uh, at no point are Adam Driver and Keanu Reeves uh, on the same screen together. You, yeah, you can't. Because not just in this movie, but in real life as well, they've never met. Mm. Because if they did, they would combine into one, and they would become Keanu Driver, mm-hmm. and the world isn't ready for it. Mm. I was thinking, because if you were a fucking comedian, and if you were actually a funny person, uh-huh. you would have been like John Wick busted and kills the entire family, and then they turn into the ghost of Slimer. No, no, that's pushing it. Push too hard. I liked it. <laughs> Gotta take one. Gotta take one eventually. Okay, <laughs> this is a movie called The uh, the Avengers. Uh, so, in The Avengers, it's about this boy. His name's uh, Anthony Stark. Mm. Anthony Stark, at a young age, both of his parents are killed. And from this point on, all he can think of is revenge. Mm. So, eventually, he orchestrates an entire thing with the U.S. He's billionaire, by the way. He orchestrates a thing with the U.S. military and gets himself captured, so he has access to a bunch of Taliban weapons. He uses these to create a giant suit and start his killing rampage. (laughs) And he starts with a bunch of Taliban members. Not the worst place to start. Eventually, he gets back to the United States and he goes, I must perfect my killing machinery. And so he builds this super sleek, like, hot rod suit. And he's like, I'm going to look sexy when I kill everybody. And then Jeff Bridges tries to stop him and he just rips him in half. And then uh, eventually goes on to make The Avengers, who's a bunch of... Uh, he's like, I'm not a Avenger guy anymore. I'm, I'm an Avenger. And he gets this guy called Captain America. He gets an old man. He gets a uh, archery enthusiast, a Russian broad, <laughs> a blonde guy, and a fucking... Uh, what's his fucking... 
Hulk yeah. and a hulking guy. Yeah, green, a Slimer. Yeah, Slimer. <laughs> they buff Slimer. See, now I'm not a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> buff Slimer and they go kill Tom Hiddleston. And this is in the future, so people aren't being mean to Slimer anymore. Just no, no. Slimer's skin. become corporeal and shredded and no one would dare. Slimer's gone on a go. The Ghostbusters in this movie are gone. That's who they're going to avenge. Just Slimer's family. That's why it's called Avengers. Yes, every Ghostbuster's dead. It's illegal to be a ghost cop in that in the Avengers. Good fellas. Mm, how good could they be? Um. Oh, you coward. Inception. Ah, we doubled up there. Batman v Superman. There we go. There it is. Now, Batman v Superman. This uh, is a very simple movie. Actually, the entire movie could have been under a minute. Even summarizing the plot can be done in ten seconds Don't if you did this. well. Don't do this. This is a, a good superhero me. versus a bad superhero. And that's what we thought the movie was going to be about. Big tricky in the name there. What it is about is a billionaire and a farm boy become best friends. They go off, they find a weirdly tall Amazonian woman, they all team up, and they fight bad guys together. Mm -hmm. And at no point does Batman verse Superman. He Except beats for like, the shit out of him! For like 10 minutes. For like 10 about? minutes. Okay. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just right. Alright, uh, you know what? We're each going to do one more after this one. Okay. And then we're calling it. Hellboy. Hellboy's my favorite movie. It's about a, it's about a guy called Ron... a lot Rob, of favorite movies. Uh, yeah, every movie's my favorite movie that mm. I don't hate. It's about a guy called Ron Perlman, and uh, this nerd guy comes and he tries... He kills a bunch of Nazis... And then he's, and then they're op trying Sounds to open like this portal to some like Lovecraftian garbage. And then he's like, "No, we gotta close the portal. Fuck aliens!" And then they close it. But then their little thing scurries over, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, I got a baby Ruth. I know what aliens like." And then this this little guy with a giant rock hand, he's adorable, fucking adorable. He goes up to this nice nerdy doctor guy, and he's like, "Oh, I want your baby Ruth." And he eats it. And then he's like, "This is my son now." And then Hellboy fights all throughout the 1940s, all throughout the Vietnam War, all throughout uh, Desert Storm, all throughout, all, you know, all the stuff. All the stuff. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he just doesn't get any credit because Dr. Broom, his father, is like, no, this isn't going to matter. Like, you're not going to, we can't let people know hell is real. Or aliens or whatever the fuck, who cares? It doesn't matter. But Nazis are real. And the Nazis come back in 2005. Ooh. And Dr. Broom and Hellboy have to work together with their friend, their fish, man, fish friend, Abraham Lincoln... <laughs> And, um, that's really his name, I think. And then, and then some fire lady. And they go, they get, they all get together and they kill a Nazi. The best part of not having seen that movie is I don't know which parts of that were true. It's literally all true. Yes! <laughs> you can fact check it, but I'm pretty sure it's all true. Ooh, ooh, okay. The Big Lebowski. Oh. If you haven't seen The Big Lebowski, that's a weird thing. If you like this show, you should go watch The Big Lebowski. Um, I've never seen The Big Lebowski. Have you really not? All the way through. Let's not get into this now. That's amazing. I think I've seen 98% of it. Uh, the Big Lebowski, it's about a... Uh, it's about a stoner who does nothing bowl. He doesn't even have a job. All he does is bowl. And then he goes into a nice, upper-class, upper-middle-class man's household... He tries to steal his wife, and when that doesn't work, he moves on and just starts stealing rugs out of the place. And then because he stole that rug, 
he starts a chain of events that leads to uh, just all kinds of hooting and handing and, and shenanigans and all kinds of stuff. Hooting and handing. Hooting and handing. Okay, Joe Biden, yeah, calm down. Hooting and handing. He's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> he's got, this is the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Joe Biden's the worst enemy. And that is, uh, this was the prequel to the 2020 uh, presidential race. Okay. The vow still stands, Joe Biden. If you say Hocus Pocus, I'll love it for you. <laughs> all right, this is the last one. This is for all the marbles. Let's get a real good one. I'm going to pick between two. The movie is Gladiator. Mm. Gladiator, one of my favorite movies. It's about a name, it's about a man named Marcus Desmus Moradius. He's a leader of the Northern Army, <laughs> leader of the Northern Armies, uh, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and uh, he will have his vengeance in this life or the next. The man he's fighting in this movie is the Joker, who is Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> he goes into a giant coliseum, and he beats the shit out of two tigers and another big guy who is owner of the two tigers, and he just stabs him. And then he goes, you, at Joker. And then Joker looks, and he's the emperor of Rome, by the way. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, I'm, this is obviously a big goof. <laughs> Fucking Russell Crowe wishes to speak to me. And he goes down, and he's like, hello, Russell Crowe. And then he fucking, he stabs him, and then he dies. and then But Joker also stabs him, and so they both die at once. And they're holding hands. That's the end of the movie. Oh, Joker wow. and Russell Crowe become best friends That's after Joker cute. kills his wife and his son and takes oh. away his title. Oh, because Maximus was supposed to be the emperor. <laughs> That's less cute. And Joker was like, "I no, I'm his useless son." And also, Joker tries to fuck his own sister in the movie. You added a lot for those last ten seconds. You jumped on it. It's cute too fast. You sick fuck. <laughs> I told you he was the Joker. <laughs> Well done. Well, I think that's it for a movie in a minute. Yep, that is our In the Lab for this week. I think uh, I knew more than half of them. You did. You did really well. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesse, what do we got next week? Uh, next week, we have a monthly movie review. Fuck yeah. All right. And so concludes our second video podcast. Thanks for tuning in.